Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie Mae Peluso. How you living? How you loving? How you learning? I'm coming to you hot from Lefkada, Greece. I will be having a podcast next week that will be giving you updates about Greece and everything going on here and my search for Stamos and my search for a rich Greek yacht daddy. All that being said, This week is a special episode. It is a part two of Netflix is a Joke Festival that we filmed from the festival studio just above the pool at the W Hotel on the infamous Hollywood Boulevard, Los Angeles, California. It was a blast. Before we get to that, you know, if you want to see my face for this episode, you can watch it on YouTube. That's right. Your girl's on freaking YouTube. I'm somebody... Go to youtube.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso. You can watch a video there. Also, we have a Patreon page with some exclusive content. If you want to get over to patreon.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso, as well as my other podcast with my lovely co-host, Mr. Mike Tully from Jason Ellis and Sirius XM fame, as well as co-author of Still Awesome. He's amazing. Our podcast, The Deuce, is also a Patreon exclusive sitch. If you go to patreon.com forward slash the deuce pod, or maybe the deuce podcast, you can become a Patreon of that and support the pod. It's a lot of fun. It's it's one of my favorite projects that I've embarked on during the, the COVID era of it all. COVID gave birth to that podcast, The Deuce, and it also gave birth to my other podcast with my sister from another Mr. Mrs. Carly Aquilino. Well, not Mrs. She ain't married, and I'm pretty sure she's on the anti-marriage train that I'm on. Choo-choo, one-way ticket to lots of dogs and cats in a Grey Gardens castle in Montauk and a bunch of uh, complete delusion. That's where her and I are headed. But you can listen to all of our dating mishaps on our Patreon-exclusive podcast called Girl, G-Y-R-L. It stands for giving you real life. I don't know if you knew that. So check out those podcasts. And this week is, uh, as I was saying, a special part two. Part one was featuring fuckboy himself, Mr. Matt Reif. So you can check that out. That was last week, and this week we are featuring somebody who I thoroughly enjoy working with. Him and I have embarked on a couple projects together as well, outside of stand-up. He's just a delight. Every time I see him, we literally are like brother and sister when it comes to laughing and goofing off and having the most fun. We have the most fun, and... 
he's my favorite person to improv with. I'm happy to see his growth and to see how he's killing it out there for himself. Co-host of Scissor Bros podcast and also host of Jeremiah Wonders. The one, the only, the eternally prudish (laughs) Mr. Jeremiah Watkins. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Hey. Hey. Do we want to welcome Jeremiah to the show? Jeremiah Watkins, everybody. Come on in. Where do you want to sit, Jeremiah? Uh, What's up, dog? Good to see you, man. Oh, wow. Come on, get get in this fucking helicopter with us. Get in here. Where do you want to sit, Jeremiah? Wherever you want. Snuggle? Wherever Wherever you you want to go. You can start there. You can move over here. Wherever you want to go. Come over here. You're afraid you might turn gay next to Matt Reif? (laughs) Valid concern. Let me help Valid concern. Oh, you sit. Hi. How are you? Thanks for coming. You know, last time I saw Jeremiah, I turned him into a fuckboy, actually, on his podcast. What? And he was beautiful. Oh my god, with the I did see a little clip of this. He was beautiful. Yeah, and I made Matt ugly. It's hard to do, but I did it. <laughs> That's what we did. We we switched roles. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make you ugly. <laughs> How is that possible? Um, How'd you allow that to that must fuck up your brand? Oh yeah, definitely. It's a, it's all I have going for me. <laughs> How are you, Jeremiah? Good. It's great to be here uh, commentating on Jesse May's podcast today out on a it Saturday does. afternoon. Uh, it's great to be uh, another pop fly out of the middle field right here. Netflix is a drunk festival. Going strong and hard. We have a model mannequin boy to our left over here who is chiseled, making me feel very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> oh, my God. This does have a very flight, like a landing. Yeah. <laughs> landing. Excuse it's charming. Everybody who's on this flight needs to keep all of their arms inside of the airplane at all times. Do not lower or raise the window shades because it could derail the plane at any moment. Derail the Derail? What kind of planes? You gotta stop flying spirit. Listen, this is not, I didn't graduate flight school. Also, why do you sound like gay Donald Trump? Is you your flight attendant you do sound like I love men. That's what I do. I love sucking men off. This is one of my favorite things. Okay. Gay Donald Trump is here. It's gay Donald Trump, people. Okay, <laughs> listen. If you've got a big cock, I want it. Okay. Oh my I need God! It. Tremendous. I'm gonna be throwing jism like paper towels at the people of flooding, flooding victims. Okay, that's how I throw ropes on on the back of oh gay men that I date. My All right? God. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> I need more Pedialyte. <laughs> he this. came in with Pedialyte. Oh. He had a rough night last night. He got a little. Did drunk. you? Uh, did you party? Did a little bit of partying. Okay. He's still partying with the baby. <laughs> and then you woke up the next morning. They're like, "Dude, you're in the lobby. Here, take this Netflix shirt." <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we need actually to cover you up. 100. <laughs> Here, let, I gotta let him smell. 
I want you to smell. That's not even like that's not even my good cologne. I want you to smell this. Just tell me what emotions come okay. when you yeah, smell yeah. here. Okay. And, and then sit here and then tell me the emotion. So collar, and then, and and then, then I want you to sniff here afterwards. Pits? Really? Just trust. Collar and pits? Yeah, but take your time and then okay. tell me the emotions that come. It smells pretty freaking good. Oh, thank God. It smells pretty freaking good. Thank God. Not going to lie. Do you feel like you want to fornicate? Yeah. I already did a little bit in my... <laughs> I think I think you just came out. I think you just came out to us. That's, that's true. This is a Matt Reif original. No, the no. cologne smells phenomenal. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we had this conversation before. Yeah. Um, it, this is something that's not revolutionary, and people have said it, and I don't know if it's a truth, but do you think everyone's a little bit gay, and specifically you? Uh, you know how autism is a spectrum? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think, you know, I think that some people naturally have affinities for, you know, going a little bit more gay, and then some of it's a little bit more dormant. Do you think that a person can be uh, exploring that spectrum through a lifetime? Do you think that the spectrum is malleable? I think that nowadays it is. Mm. I think that back in the day, I think it was way more clear cut where it's oh, like yeah. you do one thing, it's like that guy's gay for life, you know? Like where? <laughs> You're like why? Because he played the trumpet in middle school. That's yeah, yeah. why. You washed yeah. your hair. Yeah. yeah. Really. That man uses lip balm. He's gay. You know? <laughs> in the fifties, we let our <laughs> lips get dry and cracked. <laughs> the only way, the only way that we moisten our lips is going down on our wives. That's the only way. Things were different in the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> but over the years, I think that now there is a spectrum where uh, it's literally like a prism, you know, like that you look through and it's like the different colors. Like some people, they don't see all the colors. They're more like colorblind and stuff like that. <laughs> and then and then other people like, you know, they're they're seeing everything in, in technicolor and everything. And, and they're, you know, they're the more gay ones, you know. That's interesting. I agree with that. I feel like that's more. I've, I do feel like that's more women, though. I don't know any guys that are even bi to the extent of like, oh, yeah, like I predominantly hook up with women but every now every now and then I'll just I'll dabble with a dude a, I don't know anybody like a, that not, I think it's quote unquote more acceptable as a woman because guys are more attracted to that mm. behavior mm -hmm. where I think it's a little bit more intimidating for women speak you know if if you see a guy don't who's talk doing, about don't, don't, <laughs> you, don't you bring up that I'm, okay I'm doing me doing you doing me yeah 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 listen <laughs> Why are you so Latina? Okay. In this impression. <laughs> See, this is where you're going to be like, okay, you grew up with black girls. <laughs> His impression of me will make you think I'm more like. You know, she's from Virginia Beach. Oh, this motherfucker. Why are you just calling me out like that? <laughs> <laughs> you and I look like a couple yeah, yeah. from Virginia Beach oh, coming oh, to LA. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, God. Like, this is, I don't know why. We're just blessed to be here. <laughs> you know, God you bless know. their hearts. Everybody. I don't know why I'm from Canada. He's so now. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so Minnesota. We're from Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, God. Now, we're just having the best darn trip of our this lives This has been here. so much fun. There have been a lot of greasy people at the pool. Which There's makes a lot of nervous. greasy people. We call them Hispanics. You know, oh, from. my We got a couple God. of them that do our yards, but we don't let them talk to our kids because okay. we read the news. We, you, know. you know, we believe in the separation of, of church and state, and, you know. And, and, and um in religion and mm -hmm. creed and sexual orientation. Yeah. We separate everything, even our beds. It's true. <laughs> That's hot. Uh, <laughs> once a month, we do push our beds together, and it's a good time. It is a good time. Yeah. I let him just, he takes his, his, his trousers down. He sleeps in a full suit. Trousers. Mm -hmm. And he, he, he pulls out his, um, his half-erect 
penis. Mm-hmm. She stuffs it in her vagina. Oh my God. <laughs> she lowers herself like a crane over me uh, and just sits on it for a while until she moves back and forth. And then, you know, uh, before I know it, it's Sunday morning and I'm watching football once yeah, again. Yeah, and then we do a nice little, I, I'll do a nice, like, um, you like those uh, those stuffed things that I make for you. The Every, whole, oh, yeah. The, the, with the cheese and the crust and the thing. And you put that and, and it folds over. You love those. Oh, tortillas? Tortillas. Tortillas. You guys have bodies in the basement, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Anybody that wholesome are murderers. <laughs> I, um, uh, Jeremiah, you have a hot wife. Oh, thank you. You do. Thank you. Wait, Jeremy, you have a hot wife? He does have a hot wife. I have never seen Jeremy as a beautiful family. Wife. You oh, let me, you. you let me, he didn't, he, you know, matter of fact, when we did this podcast, he didn't let me in the house. You now it you, adds up. You know what you guys need? <laughs> what? You guys need a movie. Okay. About how you unfuckboy him. Yeah. To make him become. That's very true. A fully actualized What's that movie? male. Um. Uh, is there a movie already out like that? It's like it's essentially what we did for the podcast. Um, uh, what the fuck is that called? Um, oh God, what the fuck is it called? When she tur- he turns like the ugly girl into the prom queen. It's it's just oh, the reverse uh, 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 of that. She's all that. She's all that. He's all that. Yeah, you he gotta- he was that. What would we call it? Yeah. He's he 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 he, he sailed home. <laughs> You're gonna get me sued. <laughs> Oh, it's about to go down in this podcast right here. When did we those waters get here? We, we dropping some underworld references. Okay, we doing it big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to take that out? No, it's fine. Okay. Do you want a water? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, let me help. Hold on. Okay, got, Jeremiah, you I got, I got long arms. So I got orangutan arms. Thank you. It's all good. Freaking, I'm ready to go. So <laughs> I was looking at your photos, Jeremiah. Stalk, okay. Stalking your life. Oh yeah. Um, and he made a quick comment about you having a child now. Oh yeah. I think you did. Yes, you have a. Yeah, I have a one-year-old baby. He just started walking last week. Mm, how are you balancing like all of your crazy podcasts and performing and touring and everything with being a father? And how has having a child shifted everything for you? I know those are like questions you've probably been asked, and they're big questions. Yeah. What's it like to be a black father? Um. <laughs> It's cool, um, you know. Oh my god! Oh wow, you really—that <laughs> was a legit spit take. Oh my god! That was that was going Sorry, for it. Sorry, the microphone's a little. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you're absent in your child's. I'm fine. Life. You're, you're you're a dad now. I'm a okay. d- uh, yeah. I'm a dad now. I think the balance. Are you gonna be able to look? at I can't look at you for a little while. Don't I can't look at you. Matessa, okay. you gotta clean up. I gotta look at you. I, I, I can't look at you right now. Look I'm looking me. down at the pool. You fucking look at me. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. I mean What's it like being a dad? It's cool. You know, it is cool. It's definitely like uh obviously it's a life change. I can't look at you. I, I honestly you're such a mess right now. You're so, you're soaking. You're you're freaking Do I look like Whitney Houston no, before the tub? I, wow. You look like Whitney inside the tub. Okay, wow. fair. fair. Also, you said it. You look you like a Saint Bernard right now. <laughs> you're just freaking the, the the jowls and the and the and the and the freaking drool is all over you. And the thing is is like the reason main reason why you look like Saint Bernard, you're not even attempting to dry off. No, I'm just not. living just your life. Like, it. Well, there's it's windy up here. I figure like the nature. So much. <laughs> you're, you're gonna let that. Right you're gonna let that air dry. I'm gonna let it air dry. Okay. 
You want me to get you a towel? Things overheard in L.A. You going to let that air dry? <laughs> really? Are you sure that's the right move for your career on this Netflix is a joke festival? I mean, that's a 4K camera setup they got going right there. They're going to punch in on the beads at any moment. That's right. They're going to see the droplets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, snort them up. That's, that's for your there, I do feel some drips happening over here in the in the. No, no, cool no. zone. It, there's so I literally am about to like be a dad and, and like wipe your face for you. <laughs> oh, can I you hand like, me Matt's sweatshirt? Oh, of course. Oh my god. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Now it feels like calm. Douse this. Douse this is my it. good sweatshirt. That's good. That's good. Oh, this is how I know it. Jeremiah oh, and I. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Oh man. Oh, oh, so This is how I know. Stallion of a man, come oh, on. God, give it to oh, me. Put it on my tits, oh, Big Maddie Wright. What does this sound like to everyone at the pool? I am. 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 I I'm in the middle of my past and my future. <laughs> where where you're at and where you want to be, 100%. Yeah. How does it feel to be someone's destination? Hey, man. It's good. Nah, yeah, what is you that? You know like? what? You know, it feels good to be the final destination. You know what I'm saying? That's what you guys should call your movie. Final destination? Oh, yeah, that's so a, good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know? Trying to get trying to get this guy to be a solid man out in these streets. That sounds exhausting. It does, right? That sounds. Uh, Were you a fuckboy in your life, Jeremiah? No, really? No, I've had sex with one woman, my wife. I've had Shut up! Right, he's woman. Amish. No, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I can't be on camera right now if I'm freaking Amish. If you were a Mennonite, you have a choice. You have Rump Springer. Rump Springer? Yeah, Mennonites have Rump Springer. I think Are it's Rump Springer. Sure? I don't think it's a. P oh, a P in wow, there, it took think. three hours for you to correct my English. <laughs> well, somebody's got to do it. It's Rump Springer for you, but it's Rump Springer for <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rump Springer is what <laughs> young teens do when they move to L.A. and they just give, <laughs> they do short films. Rump Springer is your party. Just parties. check it out. Yes. <laughs> your after parties from your oh, show. Oh, God. No, you're, you're a Mennonite. <laughs> no. You're a Mormon. No. You're just a good guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> is it just a moral thing, really? No, you know, honestly, so I grew up religious, but uh, as I was starting to, like, originally, because I grew up religious, I was going to, quote unquote, save myself for marriage. And then the older I got, I'm like, I'm not getting married anytime soon. This is crazy. <laughs> like, like I want to, you know, so then I, what I did, I was like, you know, if I love the girl, then I will make love. And then the, the woman who I happen to make love to, I'm married to now. So it just kind of worked out that way. And when you say you grew up religious, can you extrapolate? I grew up hardcore Christian, for sure. Really? Oh, hardcore yeah, yeah. Hardcore Christian, hardcore. special title. <laughs> Jesus is our savior. You know, Jesus hardcore. is inside of me. Yeah. Let him come into your mouth. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Religiously speaking. <laughs> I didn't mean that in a sexual way. <laughs> it's always just leaking out little by little. Moses parts the waters in your mother's legs. What did he say? <laughs> Wait, what was the leg part? <laughs> I'm into the Moses oh rock, but the la God. the latter, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Sexual with. religious rock, yeah, like death rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to comprehend sex with one woman. 
Oh, I mean, there's dude. our sound bite. <laughs> dude, for you, I know. It's like, dude, dude, like, literally, it's like going outside of the earth with like, birds are flying. He's just like taken to another dimension. I can't imagine having sex with one woman. I can't <gasps> imagine it. It's I an just, acid trip for him. Everything's yeah. purple and Everything's like. Oh, <laughs> man. Only one vagina. Angel Aquarius. <laughs> you just, yeah, the idea of comparison. What's your number? Much, uh, yes, I, I genuinely can't. <laughs> give, say me that that, give me that, give me that ballpark. Over you know what I'm saying? I, I honestly, I can't give this number because I'd like to keep sleeping with women, and this is not gonna. So do it's it. definitely over a hundred. Didn't say that. It's gotta be. I didn't. I mean, say look it's at. De- it's definitely gotta be over. I mean, 100. he's got a vein in his arm. Look at. <laughs> that's not a vein. That's a semen track. They run around his arm like a semen IV. Yeah, I stay fucking just pumped. Like that Italian car race. Yeah, the yeah. Monte yeah. Carlo. Yeah. It's a Monte Carlo semen God. track around yep. his body. Yeah, he's got like a he's got a NOS semen pack, <laughs> like for like whenever he needs to keep going. He's like, <laughs> you know. He's sponsored by Vaz Deference. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Hmm? Is that a thing? He lives in schmegma. <laughs> I'm going to piss myself. Huh? If it hits you in your face, I'll lose it. Oh, dude. If you, okay, girl, if you piss on your face right now, that'd Listen, be so viral, you have no idea. I'm trying not to do what okay. I did last weekend, okay? Listen, okay. I'm, I just say it as like a figure of speech, mm-hmm, okay? It wasn't like I was actually going to piss myself. You always think I'm being thorough. I thought you were being literal. I, was not, I wasn't being thorough. I thought you were being serious and literal. I wasn't being thorough. So I'm being thorough. I'm being thorough. I'm being thorough. I'm being thorough. I'm so detached from this. No, you're not. You're so attached to it. You really are. Oh, yeah. Well, she's Google. You guys keep doing a bit. I want to know what this is. This is oh God! What is what is Deb doing to us? Vos def, de, oh, she, deference. The, da, va, vos vos deference. deference. Hello, my name is Vos Deference. Oh, vos, vos thank deference. you for coming. Yes, to thank the you. Yes, my name is Vos Deference. Have you ever tried my uh, water, Vos? I am very excited to you mm-hmm. to explain what the water is and your new ambassador of Vos Deference. Please tell us everything about your new ambassador. Uh, you know, there's a lot of minerals in this water. A lot of what? A lot of minerals in this water. A lot of what? A lot of minerals in this water. Okay. Lots of that. Uh, Different uh, hydrogen, a uh, lot of pH balance. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Lots of huh. good things. And, and what is about this man who you uh, speak? He's a spokesperson. He's a, spokesperson. He's a spokesperson for Vast Deference. <laughs> yeah. When you think of Vast Deference, you think of this beautiful man right here. What does he say for your brand? I don't know. Can you speak? Say Can something for say Vast some, Deference. Say something for Vast Deference, please. Could you do that, please? Come hard, go hard. <laughs> And that is why we, we chose him to be a spokesperson for the for the vast It's the it's the cum gland. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Listen, you you are <laughs> you are nothing but a cum gland. That's Not at Coachella this year, unfortunately. I'm the cum a, gland. I'm picturing you as my trainer, trying to get me pumped up for this fucking. I'm massaging you're nothing you. Nothing but a fucking. You are nothing but gland. a cum gland, you big violent man. You are going to erect. And you're going to ejaculate so just, much tonight. Just doing dick ups. <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to erect and ejaculate so much tonight. Where? What's happening tonight? Uh, tonight, there are so many women in the, in the pool. And, <laughs> and, and a lot of moms have dropped their kids off at daycare. That's <laughs> the, the vibe. Oh, yeah. 
What? Yeah. The moms that take oh, the kids off yeah. daycare. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. I'm, like, volunteering. Yeah. yeah. You guys couldn't be more opposite ends of the spectrum. I know. Now that I think about, like, yep. subconsciously Let's... booking you guys on the podcast, mm-hmm. it's probably my curiosity about where you're at in your life is a total dichotomy to where he's at in his life. And he... Oh, totally. I'd like to be there. But he's never been there. Uh, May I ask you, why why do you want to, to get there? You want to settle down, you're ready, you've you've done you've you've played around enough. Is that how you feel? Yeah, I feel like I had fun. Right. And I, I would like to find a wife. Everybody who tells me uh, like about their flings Did and you stuff just like play that? Footsie? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Did you yeah. just play footsie with me? Because you said I want to find a wife, then I felt your Did I do foot that? on my shit. It was so inadvertent, but I'm not mad at it. Be careful with the fucking feety whenever yeah, you say you want to find a wife. I'm okay, sorry, continue. I almost pulled your leg hairs. I ovulated when his toe hit my shin. I'm sorry. Oh no, I, I saw that. You know, <laughs> you started hovering like Doctor Strange all of a sudden. <laughs> what is happening? Oh yeah, don't you love it when a guy brushes his dirty Nikes up against your <laughs> shins? Oh that, oh that just That's really turns sure that just really turns you on. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, when a guy is trudged through the streets of Hollywood, yeah, and rubs up against your leg hair. Hollywood Boulevard. Mm, yum! It puts oh. all that Ooh, mama's in. ready. She's ready to go. Let's settle down. That's the most Virginia Beach thing that ever. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think it's interesting that. You both, you, there, I'm, I'm not trying to speak for you, but I can't yeah. imagine that his lifestyle is something that you've ever really wanted. Not that there's anything wrong with his lifestyle. Right. It's just such a. You know what it is for me that honestly, I'm a very type A uh, personality is that always seemed like such effort of things that I didn't want to be pursuing. Mm. Does that make sense? Vagina. No, no. <laughs> Like the, the vagina the will come. I was always a confident well, person. Not, not always. Not always. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's a, that's a misconception, buddy. That's what happens when you marry one woman. You, you, hurt, fa- you my, found the one. You found the one. But let me tell you. Right. Most of the time. Most of the time. She she got lucky with you. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whenever a girl is like, do you mind if I like use a toy? I'm like, by all means. Really doesn't uh-huh. bother you? No. Why wife, would I have an ego about it? Can I ask you personal questions about you and your wife? Uh... I, I might cut some off, but yeah, I'm pretty you open. Tell, you I'm pretty open. To answer. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys use toys in the bedroom? Uh, no. Do you, like, no, not like your kids' toys. Like, <laughs> right, right. Like, uh, wow. You've never, never used like a paddle. I mean, we use magnetiles. So <laughs> I mean, we build things like outside. <laughs> After we have sex, we build things. We shoot, we get the magnets. We build little houses and like talk about like our future and stuff like that. We have a Ouija board. We pull out one. <laughs> He's behind her, That's like on way. her lower back. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way she can really get off is using the Ouija board. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Latin ancestors. Have you have you ever you've never used like handcuffs? Uh no, uh-uh. No, wow. never done that. Interesting. No. But you have so much time. I mean, maybe like in your eighties you guys will get into some stuff. Hey, we got we literally have a lifetime. We got oh, I will say we've used dice before. <laughs> No one else has. You know, do you know, what? So this, no one else Sex has. dice are like, sex I'm dice. on sex. Oh, so basically, sex, with sex dice are fun. So it says, like, you roll it, and then it does, like, you do that sexual activity. That's I've fun. never done that. actually sounds fun. It's actually pretty cool. What kind of stuff's on there? I mean, it, it ranges pretty far. It ranges, like. Jeremiah's uh, like, you rub a foot, and the next thing you know, you're getting, you're in missionary. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm getting pegged. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> roll a six. Roll a fucking snake yeah. eye. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of the sex dice. They're I've pretty fun. They're it. fun. 
That actually does sound fun. It's That's one of those things because intro. it's like it's like especially if you've been uh, with someone for a while, it's like something. It's it's nice to just kind of be told what to do by something yeah. else. Does that make sense? 100%. Yeah, that's, yeah there's, there's less pressure in a way to be like, oh, I guess we're doing this. Right. Now. Yeah, yeah. It's Ra- a but really you guys smart introduction, like something simple to make something that you've been doing new. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit a little out of your control. Yeah. yeah. But you guys aren't bringing in like a Sibian machine or anything like that. No, I don't even what know is what that? it is. I don't know what is that, that is. Is that the shaky thing? Neither of you know what a... <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a fucking car motor hooked up to a dildo. It's just fucking... <laughs> <in the movie>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does Howard Stern sponsor that? Is he selling that on his website? He used to have that on his show, didn't he? Well, he... I mean, the story was he hummed into his his microphone and some woman got off on air. Don't you remember no. that from like Oh no, that was, a, that was like a big one of their viral things before their even viral stuff. He hummed into it. He hummed into the she, base of his came. the base of his vo- voice into yeah. her ear. Did she put like the headphones like on herself? She sat on a monitor or like some like a uh, oh, maybe a subwoofer he's or something. So low. He's you know, you know he's so like low. Yeah, he Can't registered low and she came hard. That's got to just be what Morgan Freeman does, right? <laughs> That has to be. He's like, let me just whisper it, sweet nothings. I would just say Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Page one. And he just reads scripts. Yeah, yeah. Page number two. <laughs> I've never met a man quite like Andy Dufresne. Oh, that's really good. I thought that was him for a second. I was like, wow. That was good. You're a ventriloquist. That was impressive. Yep. Do you, um, now that we're all here, uh, my, oh, my hair went on you. Don't be scared of my hair. It's just a slice. Why were you? Like a scarf. Oh, now you're. Who are you wearing at the Met? Jesse May Peluso. <laughs> you're completely naked. <laughs> With just one yeah, strand, yeah, one of, strand hair. of hair. No, no, no. I'm clothed. Don't worry. We about all it. should be so naked. Right. You tape. You tape this. You tape the string of hair, and it holds your dick up. It's so strong. It's oh one my. follicle. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows why your dick is like that because it's it, not hard. It's just it's hung just over the. String. But he wears it like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like glasses. He puts the, the, the string like behind his ears, and then he's just like walking around with it and stuff. And like it's that. just held at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I just realized I have meter. Oh, shit. I just realized that. Should I let you guys have some privacy? Are you sure? Okay. Are you going to leave forever? Uh, Bye, Matt. I feel like I should. I feel like I had a whole hour with you, Jeremiah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Of course. I love you And being here. I love you, too. You were hilarious. I hope you find true love. Well, we'll see. You rolled your eyes. Did you roll your eyes after you said that? No, I got... Can anybody confirm she said, I hope you find true love? There was water left in my eye from when I spit at Jeremiah. Wow. Platonically. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thank you. Of course. I'll send you all the files. Good to see you, bro. Love you, man. Love you, man. Don't forget your bag. And your sweatshirt that I sniffed. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's sentimental and it represents some new budding relationship. It feels weird because I can hear me, but you can't hear me the way I hear me. Bye, Matt. Matt Rife, everybody. Matt Rife. Hi, Jeremiah. Hello. So... So now I have you alone on my couch. Yes. We were. You don't forget. You're gonna leave your pedi- I'll take your Pedialyte. Um. We were talking about how religious you are. Yeah, yeah. And do you do you and your wife go to church? No, I so don't. You're not that religious. No, I kind of got uh, a little churched out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, a lot no. of boys got churched out. No. <laughs> Soon. Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I kind of got over it. Like as far as like the um, that aspect of of religion, I just like yeah. I, like, like you didn't. You, like you feel like you don't need the procession of it all. Yes, I th- I think I mean for me, 
when religion gets messed up, it's the people that are messing up the whole idea of what you're supposed to be. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you're just supposed to, like, when you strip everything away, it's just about being a good person. It for is. For me. People usually fuck everything they up. They mess everything up. They yep. start being judgmental and stuff for no reason. So, like, I don't like the organized side of it. I went um, out of respect for my brother. He wanted uh, to, me to go to his church one time in the last year in Kansas. And, it, like, I had anxiety while I was in the freaking church because, like, I, it was just something that, like, it brought up, like, memories of just, like, like other people being like judgmental from childhood and all that stuff mm. is weird. I I'm so uh, like your lifestyle and how you live your life to me is so pure. No, I really mean that. Really? Like you really are a pure person. Oh my god. I get so I get like hives whenever I hear somebody <laughs> say something like that. I'm like, yeah, you know. Cuz you know you really are the devil. I'm like, yeah, I talk about jizz and stuff. Can no, I? no, but I don't mean like I I think there can be you know, um, flaws and purity. Sure. They're really, of course, I mean, there's flaws and everything. Yeah, there's flaws and everything. Yeah. But I just think it's it's such, it's, with the lack of better term, you live such an immaculate life. How do you how do you keep your faith in this wild ass industry in this wild ass town and in, in not going to church? Like, how do you maintain your religion? I, I you know, that's the thing with me is like I think a lot of I think a lot of people who hear what I believe now would not consider me like a traditional Christian because you have like you're supposed to go to church and you're supposed to read the Bible, certain things like when you are like of the Christian faith. I still believe in God, but at the end of the day, it's like I am way more concerned about having a positive impact on other people's life and just being a good person than all the other religion stuff. Because also in religion, there's a lot of stuff that's like not accepting of a lot of people. And I just don't jive with that at all. So, like, I have, it sounds very L.A., but I'm very spiritual. I have my own way of kind of, like, yes. you know, deducting. You know oh, I mean? my gosh. Do yeah. you sit with yourself and do a little meditation? I do. Do you touch rocks? I don't touch rocks. You I should really get into rock touching. Really? Do you know a good rock person that I can I get a hold of? Larry. Larry. Larry in Venice. La oh, that sounds you great. You know, on the yeah. corner of the... Um, Crackhead Corner and Oh no, and next to the way. hot dog. Yes. yes, next to the hot dog. Mm -hmm. That's hot dogs and where they sell um, the the medical marijuana and also skateboards in the same place. Yes, medical marijuana yes. and skateboards and Larry Lutz. He has the one rock. He only has one. It's one. It's now, actually, can you rent it or is it like for purchase? Like what are what am I getting question. into? That's exactly. a good question. I I would ask him if you could rent the rock, but I don't think you can because it's actually just a part of the street corner. So maybe if I <laughs> go there and I pray on the rock, is that something that Larry would allow? Yeah, or? Larry would allow it. It's just okay. it's actually just the curb. Oh, it's just a curb. Yeah. Now, he, is there he, blood on the curb? There's uh, always blood on the vomit? curb. And vomit. Yes, it's Venice. Okay, that vomit's I mean, actually the state bird of Venice. Is it really? Yes. Wow. Yes. That is beautiful. I always was curious the last time I went there, like what the state bird was and what the state flower was, to be honest. It's, I had a, no idea. it's a tramp stamp. It's a tramp stamp. Of any flower. The state flower is, really? Yes, it's, it could be any flower. It just has to be a tramp stamp. You and see, that's, now that's fascinating that there's that many beautiful flowers that are always on the move there. You know there's what I mean? <laughs> None of them are really planted, are you they? You know what I mean? What's going on? This is your girl, Jessie Mae, from the Sharp Tongue podcast i'm pumped because my thrive box came in and i'm thriving thriving so hard. i was lucky enough to use one of my co-host studios mr mike tully who's just off camera probably judging me 
and all these things that I didn't need, but I did need because I'm too busy to go to the store. So when you're too busy, sometimes you just need it to come to your house. And I forgot what I ordered. Mainly because sometimes I'm not 100% with it when I order things. So it's like Christmas every time. <gasps> Snacks. Are they organic? Look, everything I put inside of me is organic. Everything. I date farmers. This is awesome. It's veggie sticks. One of my favorite snacks to have when I fly because I love a good crunch. And um, it's easier to shove a whole garden in your mouth this way than like eating carrots. Let's see what else I have. Oh, something heavy here. This feels expensive. This is what happens when you go on like Thrive after hours, after you've had a couple rosés. And you're like, I need this. This is definitely something I need. And you order four jars of olive oil, which I think that's what this is. What is this? Oh, it's apple cider vinegar, ACV. Little trick for you, apple cider vinegar, just a little bit in a glass of water before you have like a big bowl of pasta. It reduces your glucose spike. I learned that from the glucose goddess on Instagram. Shout out to her. Apple cider vinegar. Very important. I'm making a mess of your studio. What else do we have here? Wow, they wrap it really good. I have to say, I've mailed a couple things that are slightly fragile Italian, and they don't arrive in one piece. It basically shows up like a mosaic. So you could basically say I mail art to people. Olive oil. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of olive oil. This is really making me look boring. Organic snacks, apple cider vinegar, and olive oil. Well, at least you know I'm probably going to live to the ripe age of 40, which is at the end of the year. So this will keep me looking fresh. What else do we have? A little ASMR for you. Oh, the fun corner. Okay, this is really embarrassing what I ordered. Salmon. Canned salmon. I'm gonna die alone. I ordered canned salmon. This is getting worse. Other people order like better things. I'm like, let me get my healthy snacks for the week. Chickpeas. <gasps> Have you read chickpeas? They're so good. And chomp chomplings, which will they won't be at Coachella this year for sure. And Joe's banana chips. Never had them, but I love a good crunch. Thank you, Thrive. And for you guys, my Sharp Tongue listeners, if you go to thrive.com slash sharp, that's S-H-R-P, you guys will get 40% off your first order and a free gift worth over $50. You're going to be balling and thriving at thrive.com slash sharp, S-H-R-P. Thank you guys so much. And thank you, Thrive. I'm embarrassed at how healthy I am. Now I'm gonna go to the liquor store and get a 40. Hey guys, did you know Father's Day is around the corner? Well, Father's Day hits different for me because my dad's dead. But if your dad's still alive, you guys could really embark on a journey with him that I wish I had known about. I was lucky to have podcasting. One of my first podcasts was with my father. So I've been lucky to go deep with both of my parents. But you know, through podcasting with him, I thought that I knew him better than anyone. And you hear stories that you've never heard before and you wish you could eternalize them. 
not all of us have the time to podcast. Not all of us have the means or the resources. So this got me wondering, like, how many other stories did I not know? And that's why I discovered StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your dad or father figure or stepdad or uncle who act, acted like a father or the family friend who was just there and supportive. It helps you connect with them through sharing stories and memories and preserves them for years to come. Every week, StoryWorth emails your dad a thought-provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never heard of, like, what is one of your fondest childhood memories? Or have you ever feared for your life? One of my favorites I asked my dad was, what was that date like when you met up with two women in Germany? Questions like that. I know you guys will really enjoy recording with your father and learning answers to those questions. I can tell you personally that there's so many more things I wish I would have asked my parents. Even if you have issues with your parents, this is a great way to sort of get into it. Ask the questions you think one day you're going to wish you know the answer to. And this is such a great opportunity. You know, I, like I said, through podcasting, was lucky to discover stories and memories that I didn't know about my dad or my mom. But for the rest of you, this is a really cool, unique experience. After one year, StoryWorth compiles all of those questions and stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake, keepsake book for the whole family to enjoy for generations. This, I have to really stress, is one of the coolest ideas I've heard of in a while. And I remember when I first started recording with my parents, just thinking how cool it was to have them be open enough to talk about their lives. So if you have your parents that are still with us, your father that's still with us, get in there and ask him some questions. Ask him about his first girlfriend. Ask him if he was faithful to your mom or your dad. Who knows? Do you have two dads? Throw them both on there. You know, if you're lucky enough to have two dads for Father's Day, this is a great gift. And we are going to give all the fathers in your life a meaningful gift you can both cherish for years to come. Story worth. That's what you guys get. You guys should sign up for a limited time. You can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash sharp. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash sharp. S-H-A-R-P to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash sharp. You owe it to yourself to get the answers to the questions one day you're going to wish you knew. Happy Father's Day for everybody out there. Happy Father's Day to my dad in heaven. I miss you, Papo. My, I get so many messages about the last time. Was the last time I did your podcast the first time? Uh, I should preface with I am on shrooms and allergy You've done it twice, but the first time was you did, uh, it was just audio the first time. That's right. The second time was video, and it was just, it's just a trip. It's just like we added so many visual effects and stuff that are so fun and stuff in there. That was insanity. People message me a lot about that episode saying how they're like, we don't know what happened, but everything happened. Oh, yeah. In that episode. There's so much going on in that span of time. Out of all the podcasts I've done, it is my most fun, treasured episode. I really say that. I love and, that. And I've had Matt. Yeah. No, I get it. Not like that. Right. No, I get it. I get it. Mean, you know what I mean? I know. I like, get I haven't it. had him like that. Right. But you've had him all I'm the only woman of my age in this town who hasn't had him like that. <laughs> <laughs> that boy do be running through it. You know what I'm saying? He be running through it. <laughs> Ryan Sickler. 
<laughs> Look at the back of Matt's shirt. I turn know. around, turn around. What is the back of his shirt? Let, let Jeremiah read it. How can I help? That's what it says. It's the the Netflix shirts say, how can I? Did he, Wait, is that literally one of the Netflix staff shirts? Yeah. He, he had sex with one of the staff members of the Netflix festival? Charlene. <laughs> Charlene was trying forever to get him out of his clothes. What's this, Charlene? Your validation. Oh, uh, I, oh validation. I got validated. Finally, we all oh, need it as comedians. We really do. But, we uh, do. You've got your shit in check, though. Thank you, Charlene. You've got your, um, you seem to have your ego in check. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just trying to work as hard as I can and 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 be positive because I don't. Th when people get egos about, I don't get like egos. Essentially, like thinking you're better or above something than you actually are. That, that's what I kind of consider ego. It is. Yeah, and I I just don't get that. Like, I, I, I don't. I, I don't know. Like, I'd rather. I'm a very collaborative person. Though. Yes, that's what you I know love what I mean? about you. Yeah. I, anytime I, I see you, I literally light up because I I'm like I get to riff with Jesse May today. <laughs> I'm so freaking excited <laughs> to get, be silly and just riff and just go. That's like like you did one of my recent stand up on the spots is coming out. When we are riffing on stage together, it's my favorite. It is so much freaking fun. It really is so every much fun. single time. It really is. It's it, when I see you, it feels like. I feel the emotion of somebody who wishes they had a brother. No, no. I, you know what's so funny? I've always, so my sister in Kansas, you remind me of my sister so much in Kansas. Well, that's good because I actually, I just killed her so I could take this. <laughs> oh, perfect. So awesome. I, I invited you here today. Great. As a baptism. Okay. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> here for Wait, it. Wait, that's why the water went on your face. Oh my God. I am baptized as your new sister. Oh, I love that. And it's great. Um, you know, Kansas is cute, but we're having like a Venice bungalow moment. Right. I get it. Crystals. Crystals. Check. Manifestation. Okay. Check. Angel numbers. Chuck. Unprotected sex. Shock. <laughs> All the things. Shock. 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 You are so much fucking fun to like riff with. You. It's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we're talking about ego and everything and you and I are similar. I think we're, we're both very juvenile. Oh, yeah. In I still literally, Jesse May, I still, people are like, what's it like being a dad? I'm like, I forget all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that weird to say? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a dad. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, well, yeah. you're a young dad. I'm a young dad, yeah. Well, I mean, that's just weird, though. I'm 33. That's for LA. Awesome. For LA, that's a young dad. Everywhere else, I know people in Kansas and the Midwest and everywhere else, like, they've been Their grandparents. Going. Yeah, exactly. They started, like, right after high school. And, like, I didn't want to do that. But uh, but in L.A., people are like, wow, you're, you're young for a dad. Yeah. That is a, interesting. This is a different thing. Because it's just, it's the same country. It's the same time that we're talking about. But in these mm -hmm. different states, these incubated places where people are living. Yeah. Especially the... Bible Belt. Oh, for sure. You're logging it down quick you're, there. You're 18, you're like, you only got one kid? <laughs> what do you do, man? How many kids you got? I'm on number seven. How right many now. acres? How many kids? Yeah, man, I mean, do you even have a house? Do you even have a truck? No, we, we got, got rid of that. We got our RV, then we built a lean-to in the front yard. Yeah, RV is the name of my second child. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. You know what we did for a little lawn decoration? Oh, what'd you do? Pulled out the pontoon and stuck a little nice lawn furniture on it. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. I think we've all fallen asleep on a pontoon before. What else do you do on that? Woke up in the middle wondering if you were dead or you wondering if you were in that in-between spot of uh, that movie Black Panther. <laughs> 
not knowing if you were alive or coming back or not. You, I don't you know. You talking about that dark spot and that that uh, person that movie about get, getting out? The, yeah. Where all the people were stuck. Oh, in the, the sunken place. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. That was a great movie, Jesse. Boy. <laughs> Clar- Clarine. I don't know whatever. <laughs> Clarine, sorry, Clarine. That's what your name is, right? That's what it is. I don't know what every. <laughs> Problem wasn't that movie. <laughs> There's, it's just crazy. Like right now, as you're sitting here with me, we're on a rooftop at the W Hotel in Los Angeles, and somewhere there is like a 19-year-old woman with like seven children. Oh yeah. Who's like, praying to even, God? How does that even add up? The math is is. It's a little rough. The the math is brutal because you I for me like I'm 39 I don't have any children I have three mm-hmm. dogs I think I always say that equals one mentally challenged child to have three dogs. <laughs> that's some good math. That's some solid math. I think math that's right solid there. math. Yeah. As far as like the commitment and the you know consideration of it all. Yeah. Do you ever have FOMO? You know, not really. I, I like I was, I was saying to Matt, like the amount of of people who it's really interesting. Obviously, because of like I, of how I live, like where I, I've only been in one really really serious relationship that turned into marriage and having a kid. Obviously, there's of course a little bit of curiosity there. I'm human, you know what I mean? Of, of being like, what would it be like to have that Matt Rife life? You know what I mean? What just a little curiosity but every friend that i talk to about it they're literally all like i'm trying to settle down and i'm like i'm so curious i'm like why is that they're like it's not fulfilling man it's not like long term it's not like where i want to be like it's great literally while it's happening but as soon as the sex is done it's like ooh, uh all right well are you leaving now or it's no fun yeah it's fucking dire i've been saying this on stage if you're in a relationship that's on the rocks fucking add some alcohol and have yourself a cocktail uh, because it's not any better on the side the grass is not greener yeah it's just a different type of green it's just different it's just different and it's yeah. not it's and sometimes it's no that more grass fun. has worms sometimes the yeah that grass is std right right like it's 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 such a crapshoot on this side of it all yeah that what i'm really considering for my future is of an animal homestead what do you like mean? where like what <laughs> what do you mean by that? An animal? You know what my dead? future is? What? <laughs> what? You're jewel- a licensed cat lady. <laughs> no, what jewel escaped? What jewel escaped? The Alaskan homestead. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's what you're going for. That's what. That's squad what, goals. Yeah, that's my fucking future plan is to live where Jewel ran away from. Okay. Just an Alaskan homestead with like an overbearing father and right. a mentally ill mother yeah. and chickens. Yeah. That's where my happy spot is. Great. That's my happy place. I support it. I think you know, I just like we're just like more stable. I'm like when I'm talking about stables, I mean like horses. Like, <laughs> I mean like, like an actual stable. Yeah, I mean like actual stable. <laughs> I want to live with a horse. All of my girlfriends, my closest girlfriends, when we talk about uh, relationships, because we're all single right now, so we're in this like revolving conversation about the dire situation that is the dating world. Yeah. When we talk about where we want to land, it's all very close to like a Grey Gardens moment. Right. Where we think we're going to end up. It's just us in our socially inept and dilapidated house. Yeah. With Grey... <laughs> Ivy. Sure. Hanging all over. Of course. So that's that's probably where I'm going to end up. Right. So you stay right where you are. Okay. Because you don't need any of that. Okay. You're good. All right. And your I curiosity. Take, I will take it from you. If fuck the cat 
killed the, who, someone died. Curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, Curiosity's a yeah. murderer. You know the secret is like like not that like I'm even like act. My thing is like because sometimes people will ask me they're like how like how do you how do you how do you do it? I'm like who, I'm, who's who is this asking you? Yeah, how do you do what? it, man? Like seriously, like is it Keanu Reeves? Hey, how do you do it? <laughs> hey, how do you do it? How do you do? I'm thinking on back. I think I want to date Keanu Reeves. Who doesn't? Okay. Did you see? Um, he has one of my favorite cameos in a movie ever, uh, in Ali Wong's movie. I'll always be my baby. Always be my baby. Great role. He was so funny. The way he played himself, I'm like, this is one of the best cameos I've ever seen I in a movie. I thought the same thing. I literally was blown away how funny it was. And I bet Ellie Wong was like, you know, I'm married. I can't fuck Keanu, but this is the only place where I, I can. I can cast him. I can cast fuck Hello. Him. <laughs> hey. uh, did, did somebody say a loophole? <laughs> <laughs> did someone say a relationship? A loophole? Hi. I mean, smart move. Right. Because he was fantastic. Oh, he was amazing. But you were on a point. Oh, some people act like it's mainly some comics that are like, "How do you do it?" Like acting like I'm doing something crazy by just being faithful and loyal. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm, I'm literally like, it's really, in my opinion, it's really not that hard because I think you have to put out an energy of that you are wanting mm. other women. Otherwise, they're not coming up to you after the show. I agree. Do you know how rare it is for a woman to come up to me blatantly after a show where I've talked about my wife and my kid in my hour for on top of all of that and talking about how I, you know, I'm joking on that and how I'm happy and all that stuff. It takes of such a specific type of woman a to toxic. still, so toxic, a very toxic to woman. still come up after an hour of me talking about family and stuff like that. She's to like, be so like, everything you said that was just your set, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? You're not, like, really married and alone. Yeah, like... That's not real. Seriously, that can't be reality. So, like, your baby's just an idea. Yeah, that's a bit, right? It's Your baby's a bit. Are you workshopping it? new material? Is your wife your sister? Yeah, what's happening? Do you want to, like, hang out afterwards? Yeah, let's do it. Do you like the Cheesecake Factory? Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> your ability to embody a woman is... is I like... <laughs> it's like, so much... <laughs> So, yeah. You're right, though. It's about the energy you put out. I will say, I don't know what this says about me. Guys never come up to me after shows. You know why? What is <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just, I came, I just came out. <laughs> I caught myself. <laughs> I'm leaking. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. I'm so sorry. Wait, hold on. This is just me as a as as a, as a guy. You saying that you are not having guys come up to you after shows. Hold on. The mother, the daughter, and the hoary spirit laid on me. I think that because a, no joke. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, aren't guys? I'm like the bitch in the me. closet from the ring. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? I think that. You are, A, you're one of my favorite stand-up comics to watch in general. You are not afraid to make yourself, and this is why we jive so well. We're not afraid on stage to make ourselves look silly, ugly, or dumb. (laughs) And when you do that, that cuts a lot of the superficial (laughs) herd out. That's true. It really does. I guarantee you that. Because... Also, 
you are physical, like myself, we both work. We don't look great after the show. We don't. Do you know what I mean? We we're don't. putting it all out. We're sweating because we were working at being funny on stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a different, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a certain kind of comic, male and female. You'll see it a thousand percent. Some of the, some of the biggest comics, hilarious, they are not willing to make themselves look stupid on stage, no, though. they're not. And, and guess what? Those are the people that are getting the guys and the girls after the show. The people who are doing the comedy cool guy or cool girl thing and, like, like having it all together. You know what I mean? Those are the people who, they get tons of people coming up to them after the shows. There's also, you know, potential lawsuits and stuff against them, but... <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, oh, what so are you going to do? I'm not missing out. You're saying you're I'm not, not missing out on anything. <laughs> the quality person is going to see like, man, she is hilarious. And you're cutting out so much. You're doing yourself a service of cutting out all the dumb, superficial people. So I'm hearing Brad Pitt. Yep. That's what I'm hearing, too. I'm hearing Brad Pitt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing like a really strong I'm like hearing, Brad Pitt. like maybe like. Ling, 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 can't like ring, a, like, ling, like. Like Gosling? I don't know. Like a Manala? I don't know. Mario Lopez? Mario Lopez? Have you ever been in your hotel room and seen Mario Lopez on all your TV? Turn on the AC Slater in my room. Hello. What is... I asked Matt this. We never really got to it. Yeah. Because you've done so many different things. You've done TV. You've done the roasts. You've done specials. And you have awesome podcasts. And you tour. What What else? What else do you want to accomplish what else do I want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I know it's a big question. Because you know what? I really, honestly, w- that I really want to figure out is, like, there's no reason why, like, our group of friends should not have the biggest sketch show in the world. That's so funny because on my way here, thinking it's so about you being here, I was like, I really want, I'm just thinking of the Adam Sandler approach. And I think that's the dream. That is the dream. To the, work with all your friends. People literally, they're like, what comic do you aspire, like, uh, what, what? career would you like to mimic i'm like oh sandler sandler all the way thousand percent he d- he did it right he, he literally right. stand up movies tv sketch literally works with all his friends known as an awesome guy to people yep. and stuff like that like i haven't heard like bad things about you know what i mean no like I'm, he's he's a family guy like he does movies for families but he also still does movies that's like hey these ones are for the <laughs> for the homies like <laughs> yeah. this is gonna be not for fam. i love Uncut like all gems? those I love that. Uncut gems. Here's the thing about like people like Adam Sandler, the Robin Williams, um, the Jim Carreys, and it, you know even Joan Rivers. Even though she never really got as deep into like the acting of it all. Yeah. There's such an amazing thing that happens in their career when they take a role like that, like Uncut Gems or Awakenings or you know um, even the Truman Show. Oh, where man. there's this like level, this like eternal it, sunshine, the spotless it, mind, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you really get to see how deep and dark the mind is of a comedian. Oh, I literally, I'm, I hope, and I'm excited to get to a, a place in my career where not only am I doing comedy stuff, but I, I really want to do some serious stuff. Yeah, I some would dark love shit. Love that, some dark stuff where like I'm like a villain. In, I would love to do that. You stuff. got the face of someone who can murder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You do. Yeah. You have the face of someone who could be like uh, nice or the the flip of the yeah. Yeah, like a Bridgerton prince. Right. Or the guy who lives in the like the troll guy who lives underneath. Like in the in the dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. 
waiting for you to embody it. Excuse me, sire. <laughs> sire? When are you going to let me out of this prison cell? Is it, is it Michael Keane? Excuse me. <laughs> You've trapped me for so long in this prison cell. I just want to get out, please. For the love of God, please unshackle me. I'm just an old man. I don't have much time left. I like to see my family. Please. I've limited time on the chef. Please. Oh God, please let me out of here. It's the commitment. Yeah. For me, it's the commitment. <laughs> For me, that's what it is. It's the commitment of it all. Okay, so I'm going to give you 10 out of 10 for the commitment. You get 10 out of 10 every time. 1 out of 10 for the voice. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked earlier, how has the dad role shifted things? What's the biggest change that's happened since you've become a father? Um, Maybe I'm, a mindset or a tradition no, or something. No, it's a mindset for sure. I find myself definitely working smarter or trying to work smarter because there is less time so time has become more precious and valuable than before mm. where not that i because i've always been a hustler and like worked really hard but like there are things that like when you do have a baby or someone who's starting to rely on you a little bit more you have to cut the fat out of stuff that's like not working and some of that some of it's kind of hard pills to swallow like ooh, like like i've been wanting this thing to happen but it's not so like let's refocus my attention on the things that are working and really beef those up yeah it's, you know it's definitely a sacrifice but i would imagine that the prioritizing of it all starts to make it flow better and also make you realize where you've been expelling energy in yes. places that hasn't been productive yeah no there's a lot of like energy that you're like oh that that i thought or i hoped it would be beneficial and then you're like nope that's gotta go and that's, I mean, and then, like, honestly... You mean, you mean your kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that energy, I gotta let that kid go. I mean, that's a, lot, got, of, that's a lot going on there. We gotta... We tried. Listen, we don't know how to tell you this. We're going in a different direction, okay? Um, sorry. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Attention, please be advised that taping is taking place in connection with the production of an audio, video, and digital project currently referred to as Netflix Joe Festival program. And that by entering this area, your name, voice, image, and likeness may be filmed and recorded in connection with the program. <gasps> By entering this area, you can send your name, voice, and likeness being used without compensation. Without compensation? What the? We're not getting paid today? Remember the part where you said you gotta cut out shit that's not worthwhile? <laughs> Imagine you're just like, God, God, I throw this into the pool and I kill somebody in the W, and then, and then like the, the crowd cheers because they're like, we hated that guy. You know, and then like I don't get arrested or anything. There's just blood in the pool and people are like swimming around. Because you're still. the religious dad. That's me. That's your vibe. Is it? No. Thank you. Not at all. Thank you so much. It's really not. It hurt me a little bit when you said it. You don't even give me a one woman away from virginity vibe. <laughs> oh, so you say your boy be getting in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> your boy be pumping. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're like, I take everything back that I just said. Uh, I don't know why I was blurred with that. <laughs> your boy be pumping up in here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> What's that noise? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is anybody else thirsty? Oh my god. <laughs> what um what is one Is this the most fun podcast you've recorded? Is this one of them? Is this one of the most fun ones you've recorded? Answer. Ah. Uh. Did you believe it? No, he rolled his eyes in front of me. He's been, but he also got married in quarantine. So he's been making questionable choices. Oh, uh, okay. 
cool. Good to know. He's got. How long were you with your lady before you guys got married? Five years. Okay, that was a good choice. Okay. That was a solid choice. Solid. Yeah. I'm yeah. the only one here who clearly isn't making good decisions. Mm. But, you know, there is a stigma about women of my maturity. I'm 39. What's that? What, what's Being this? single. What's, like, this, what's the stigma? Like, I should be married with kids by now. The shouldas of it all. I don't feel that. Yeah, but, but who? Who? Just in general? Just society? You feel that? I mean, it's something that is definitely a vibe. But then, like, to go back to the point of it all, Brad Pitt already has a full family. He probably is not going to want another procreative situation. So, ideally, I am the perfect match. Yeah, of course. Do you see the shirt? Do I see the shirt? Do you know where I got the shirt? No. Direct from China. No. Like. Direct? Like, they shipped it to your place? They sh- they mailed it to me. Really? China did. You got it like that? <laughs> what do you think? I think you did. Does this look like anything other than Chinese fabric? No, you know what it reminds me of? What? Grade school jerseys that we used to play on <laughs> in gym class. Do you know what I mean? The, this look. Don't fucking okay, touch it. Okay, sorry. Don't insult my fabric. Yeah. And then fucking touch it. Okay. That's fine. Anyway, it's good Evian. Thanks for, for. Oh, now you have a problem with the way I drink water? No, it's a little bit. It's a, it's a little bit impressive. <laughs> I'm not. I can't. If we we can never podcast without a camera. Is this thing still on? It stopped recording a long time ago, Jesse May. This is just for us. <laughs> I just watch you. The cameraman has given up. He is in the pool. Yeah, he's like, the yeah. There's, guy. He's like, there's autofocus on this thing. I'm just gonna step away and uh, let this thing run for a while. Um, what is one thing that you thought you were going to be? worried about being a father that hasn't come to fruition and something that you never thought of that has surprised you? Um, one thing, <laughs> this is like a real thing uh, that I talked to my wife about. I was like, what if, and this sounds crazy, but like we talk everything out. The reason why we have a, a solid relationship, we communicate and we over communicate so much to cover all our bases. And a couple of my concerns, one of them was like, what if I literally don't like him or I resent him. Whoa. You know what I mean? That's a solid question to ask yourself. No, it is because I think anybody honestly should be asking that question before they bring another life into this world. Yeah. And um, luckily, I really like him. He's really cool and I don't resent him at all. You know what I mean? Like, But it's one of those things where it's a, it's a question like while we were getting ready for the process, I'm like, I'm nervous. I'm really nervous that like, what if he... What if I hate my kid? Yeah, no, it was a genuine concern. I mean, how many people are willing to say that out loud? They're like, of course, you're going to love, you're going to be in love with your kid. I'm like, I don't know. That's funny. Do you talk about that on stage? No. That is so fucking funny. What if I hate my kid? I mean. Perfect. I know. Just like untouched. Practically untethered by yeah. all of the drama and pollutions of the world in existence, this little creature. What if I fucking hate him? <laughs> what if he's a fucking dick? He might be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even fend for himself. <laughs> Look at how useless he Ugh. is. He shit his pants game and changed his own pants. Ugh, this guy's the worst. That's a solid question, though. You know, I, I, I say that a lot of people want to have children. Not a lot of people want to be parents. And those are two different things. I agree with you a thousand percent on that. I th- Only a thousand? Wow. You know. A million percent, Jesse May. Just, I thought we were a little bit more agreeable than a that. A billion. You know, when I think about agreeability, you're just not where I am. A trillion. I don't know what's above a trillion, to be honest. I 
Do you know what's above a trillion? I don't. It, that'll that'll be, that'll that's do. That's the cap, right? That, that'll do. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think there's a quad quadrillion. Quadrillion? That might be. Confirm or deny? Is there more a than quintillion? a trillion? A septillion? Uh, that's my favorite dinosaur from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> what do you when you grew up? Like for me, obviously we probably have the same, somewhat of the same inspirations. Oh yeah, for sure. Who was like your cornerstone? What was the cornerstone movie? The movie you watched a hundred times? Actor, actress you loved? Yep. Who? So I have seen literally hundreds of times Dumb and Dumber and Tommy Boy. I have Classic. seen those movies so many times. Uh, the physical humor of it all. I love it so much. Were you a fan of John Candy? Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he kind sure. of embodied that sort of goofy, affable, fuck up guy. Yeah. He was always a fuck up. I mean, Uncle, Uncle Buck. Buck. Mm, planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh my That's god. So good. Great outdoors. Yes. One of the greatest That's movies. That's an underrated movie. That underrated. really is. Yeah. Where you really got Dan Aykroyd. I had a poster for that one for years. I had a great outdoors poster that was hanging at my old uh, Hollywood Church? apartment. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In the mess hall. The old is there a mess hall? In the old synagogue, you know. <laughs> We spent the great outdoor posters and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. Would this guy have like throat cancer? Yeah, yeah. I don't have a chin. It's just uh, <laughs> it uh, molds right into the throat there. That's why I uh, happen to talk like this. Uh, you know, it's a big problem, but uh, you know, I just try to get by. Uh, <laughs> swallowing, not an issue. Just goes straight down to the stomach. Just goes straight down there. Which, uh, not an issue whatsoever. And, uh, you know, uh, picture days have always been rough because uh, they always saying, look up at me. And uh, I'm like, I am looking up at you right now. Uh, and they say, chin up. I'm like, uh, the chin's up right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't really want to know what you want. You've become this person. Yeah, pretty much this person. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. What? Um, uh, the problem when somebody says, uh, look me in the eye. I'm like, I am looking at you in the eye. And uh, they're like, no, up here. And I'm like, okay. Uh, what does trying. it sound like when this guy has an orgasm? Ah! Oh, that's nice. Oh, Mark Norman. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Oh, wow. What is this guy? Hey, I might have came a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> you might have came a little bit. I don't know. Hey, a little gay. I'm Kevin Hart. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> you can impersonate almost anybody. I'm all right. You I'm are right. good at it. I'm all right. Um, so we have Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. We Tommy have Boy. Tommy Boy. I mean, there's, you know, Ace Ventura 2 I've seen so many times. Happy Gilmore. I was, I'm was i a Happy Night. Gilmore over Billy Madison guy. Yes. Uh, man, I mean, there's so... Uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is one of my favorite uh, comedy movies. Is Steve is Martin it, and Michael Caine. That's Michael Caine and Steve Martin. That's a great it's movie. It's so freaking good. Yeah, that's a classic. I've seen it with my dad so many times. Yeah. And is... Who introduced you to comedy? If you had to pick one person. <sighs> I kind of associate it more with my mom because you know why? Like, I have this, like, very, like, specific memory of um, watching, I mean, and we watched over the years together, but, like, really, you know when you see your parents really laugh, laugh? Yeah. I have this memory of my mom, like, we were watching Animal House when I was a kid where, like, she died laughing at John Belushi so hard when he is, it's like uh, right before that ladder scene where he's outside of the girl's uh, place where he's like looking, he's trying to like look and see these women that are in the college room that are changing and stuff like that. He does this this thing where he's like looking around, <laughs> where he's hopping around and my mom just like loved it so much, just like the physicality of him moving around. And, uh, and also me seeing my dad laugh like just doubled over to Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Yeah. 
just seeing them like lose it. So like I would say probably more my mom. My mom still will text me like say, Have you heard of the Sebastian guy? <laughs> yeah. Like watching his specials Popular and stuff like parrot. that. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, she, and and I go, Yeah, he uh he brought me up the other night. She's like, You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> You should go on the road with him. They always uh, oh, they always they say you, that. Yeah. Why don't you just do a movie with him? I know. Oh, my god. Just have goodness. Sebastian be your best friend. Yeah. It's so funny, though. <laughs> I was having this thought before about, like, just the things we like to eat, the things we like to watch, and the things that we have proclivities to. Yeah. And I do think they're rooted in emotion. As much as, like, when you talk about diet and food, a lot of what we crave has to do with, like, our mineral deficiency and vitamin deficiencies. But I also think the things we truly enjoy have to do with a direct connection to the emotions we felt when we enjoyed enjoyed them initially. Yeah, of course. The movies, the music, all of that is so intertwined into these really beautiful, memorable core moments of our life that stick with us. Oh, there's definitely food from my childhood, like restaurants that I've revisited as an adult that I'm like, oh, this is a lot better when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Because like your family's so excited to go there together and like you have the, that nostalgia factor. You know what I mean? Yeah, pay what you weigh at fucking Chuck E. Cheese, I think it was. Or no, hey. <laughs> it was either the, was it the Cracker Barrel? There was this place where you'd pay what you'd weigh, and they took me for years because I was like 45 pounds until I was 18. Yeah. So they just bring me, and we would have like the cheapest dinners ever. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. We kind of ate interesting. We had a lot of canned meats. You know, um, we had a lot of, uh, my dad was into Vienna sausages yes. and Spam. Yes! So much of that. My like, mom I associate that, that with my dad, like crackers, like, and spam Mine and Vienna too. sausages. Yeah. Are we the same kind of white trash? Yes, we definitely are. Are we white trash chic? Oh, for sure. That's what my cousin calls us, white trash chic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So rude. No, that's like my mom, like, made sure that, like, we always, like, look nice, like, at school and stuff like that. But, like, we we're always, like, trying to live above our means. You know what Absolutely I mean? Absolutely the same. Yep. Absolute same. Well, I love you so much. I'm glad you came here to chat with us. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to say to young dads, dads to be out there to consider? How about this? Something to consider before you get somebody pregnant, besides if you're going to hate your kid. <laughs> um, make sure that uh, you like you uh, that you talk out everything and you just communicate with your partner like all of the reasons. Uh, that you are wanting a child and that you're on the same page with stuff. This the communication before that moment is so important. Like so, it's not like so it's not like an accident where the dad does end up presenting the kid and the mom because of, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just like the planning is huge. Like we planned it properly, and like I really love my son and I really love my wife, and I feel like had it been like one of those things where my wife just came to me one day and I'm like. I guess I'm pregnant. Like, that's a different thing altogether. Yeah, she'd be lost in a forest right now <laughs> with that murderous face. <laughs> <laughs> There's the opening of the movie you're going to play just where you digging. play the dark role. I'm just digging. Just digging. I'm covered in soot and the dirt. A drop of blood right here. Yeah. And we just see one little baby finger in the dirt. In the last <laughs> pile of dirt go over it. Uh -huh. It could be a demonic baby. Not all babies are good babies. Some of them are possessed. Tell me about it, sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you so much. I love you. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Thanks, Netflix. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.